Have you heard the news? EQ is the new IQ. Wait, what? Every day I ask myself, what am I doing to live my best life? Lifelong Learning and Leadership Podcast, brought to you by Three Pines Leadership. Here's your host, success coach, teacher, and mediator, Molly Doris. This episode, we're talking about emotional intelligence. This is the first in a two-part series on the topic. Check back next week for part two. You can find us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and at 3 pinesleadership.com. Let's get into it. You might be asking, what is emotional intelligence anyways? Well, drawing from a variety of sources, a clean and simple definition of emotional intelligence, or also known as emotional quotient or EQ, describes an ability to monitor your own emotions, as well as the emotions of others. It's also the ability to distinguish between and label different emotions correctly and to use emotional information to guide your thinking and behavior and to influence that of others. Emotional intelligence is what we use when we empathize with our coworkers, when we have deep conversations about our relationships to our spouse or to our significant other. And it's definitely what we use when we attempt to manage an unruly or a distraught child. It allows us to connect with others. It allows us to understand ourselves better and to live a more authentic, healthy, and happy life. There's a big difference between EQ and IQ. We all remember the IQ tests they gave us as children and adolescents, the ones that only measured a small amount of overall intelligence. They were mostly based on math. EQ, on the other hand, is emotional intelligence, which as we have already learned, is all about identifying emotions in ourselves and in others. It's about relating to others and communicating about our feelings. IQ is cognitive intelligence. This is the intelligence that people are generally most familiar with, as it's the type that is most often referred to when the word intelligence is used. It's also the type that is most often measured through testing, and it's estimated through tools like grade point average. Emotional intelligence filled a gap in the mainstream understanding of intelligence, especially for psychologists. The field always seemed to have a general understanding that IQ wasn't everything, but the theories on what exactly the other important components were varied greatly. They could never agree on a single concept or idea. When the idea of emotional intelligence was first introduced, psychologists found that this theory fit into the field like a missing puzzle piece. Do you want to nurture and grow your emotional intelligence? According to Travis Bradbury, you can enhance your EQ by focusing on self-awareness, on self-management, on social awareness, and on relationship management. If we examine the concept of emotional intelligence, we need to break it down into its basic parts. There are two numbers I want you to remember that'll help you better understand what emotional intelligence is all about. These numbers are five and four. There are five components of the emotional intelligence model, and there are four dimensions. 
the five components or elements or domains of the EQ model, according to Daniel Goleman, are self-awareness, self-regulation, motivation, empathy, and social skills. Self-awareness is the ability to recognize and understand your own emotions. This builds on the foundation that with all other skills are built. Self-regulation takes self-awareness one step further. Once we recognize our emotions, we must also be able to appropriately express, regulate, and manage them. People who score high on the EQ scale also rank high in intrinsic motivation. Remember, we talked about this recently. Intrinsic motivation means being motivated by internal desires rather than external needs like wealth or status. Next, we need empathy or the ability to understand how other people are feeling and recognize on an intimate level how you would feel in their shoes. And this does not mean that you need to sympathize or validate or accept their behavior. It just means that you can see things from their perspective. Finally, social skills are the last piece of the EQ puzzle. These skills are what allow people to interact socially with one another and to successfully navigate social situations. Those with high EQ generally have higher than average social skills and are able to effectively pursue their goals and get the outcomes they want when interacting with others. The four dimensions or branches of emotional intelligence are as follows. These form a hierarchy of emotional skills and abilities. The first dimension is perceiving emotion and it relates to being aware of and recognizing other people's states. What I mean is both physical and psychological states, like being in physical pain or feeling frazzled. Perceiving emotion also means identifying emotions in other people. It also means expressing one's own emotions and needs accurately and appropriately. It means distinguishing between accurate and honest feelings and inaccurate and dishonest feelings as well. Using emotions to facilitate thought is second on the list and involves redirecting and prioritizing your thoughts based on the feelings associated with those thoughts. Generating emotions that will facilitate better judgment and memory, capitalizing on mood changes so you can appreciate multiple points of view, and using emotional states to improve your problem-solving skills and creativity. Third on the list is understanding emotions. This is the dimension of EQ that includes understanding the relationships among various emotions, perceiving the causes and the consequences of those emotions. And it also means understanding complex feelings and contradictory states, and understanding the transitions among emotions. The final dimension is managing emotions. And this refers to being open to both pleasant and unpleasant feelings. It means monitoring and reflecting on your emotions, engaging, prolonging, or detaching from an emotional state, and managing the emotions both within yourself and in others. Well, that's it for this episode, my friends. Stop by next week because I'll be dropping part two of this episode where I'll give you examples of developed and underdeveloped emotional intelligence. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast platform. And of course, you can also find us on our Three Pines Leadership YouTube channel. I'd love to hear from you. You can join the conversation on our Facebook and our Instagram page. You can stream all of our past episodes 
any time of the day you'd like on Spotify as well. Until next time, my friends, remember, I love you. Be excellent to each other.